Sorry about the long delay again, guys, but thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your podcast today, or at least your political podcast today. I'm sure you probably listen to podcasts all the time, and you're probably like, yo, dude, I just got done listening to a podcast on, I don't know, NASCAR or something. But thank you for choosing this as your political podcast for the day. And something got me thinking. You know how each nation has their own little specialty? America's good at building things that explode. Russia's good at copying the American things that are explosive. China's good at abusing their uh, workers and their workforce and citizens. You get the point. So something got me me thinking. Each nation has their own version of conservatism and liberalism. For example, the uh, rebels in China are, are the conservatives. The liberals in China are the people who like the Chinese government and who enjoy the Chinese regime. And by that, by enjoy, I mean they support it. These, these parties, these two parties, the liberals and the conservatives, they're always fighting for a constant control. You see that today in America. You see the liberals and conservatives constantly arguing against each other. And you, you see that in Australia, although the liberals seem to have won in Australia, unfortunately. And there's a bit of good news, though. When it looks like a single party has won, for example, when it looks like the liberals have won in the nation, you have hope because normally what happens is after maybe maximum of 20 years, the balance will flip. Unfortunately, this has yet to happen in China. But hopefully sometime soon. Let me explain quick how uh, a party can take over. Um, in World War II, the United Kingdom had its own political difficulties. There were the conservatives who hated the British government. They thought that they were being, I don't know, how do I say this? Abusive. Unreasonable. And then there were the socialists or liberals who... Well, they were arrogant. They slandered against the conservatives, like liberals always do. They were... Both parties were for a war, but they were for two different wars during World War II. I believe the conservatives were not for the uh, helping against Germany or anything, like with supply. But the liberals were, and that was like the main difference that separated them with their war policies. And then there are other policies, obviously, tax differences and whatnot. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was a Senate argument during World War II in Britain. And the conservatives said, you know what? We're not going to get our way no matter what we do. Liberalism has taken over this nation. You know what it's time to do? It's time to split. So the conservatives actually openly said that they should split from the government. And bam, it went downhill from there for the conservatives in Britain. Ever since then, it's been hard for them to regain any sort of control. And it's, remember when I said like the liberals, they slandered against the conservatives? Something that liberals have always done. That brings me to my next point though. All versions of liberalism follow the exact same principle. This is very similar to conservatism as well, but we're talking about liberalism right now. The British socialists, like I said, 
They were considered the good guys. The conservatives were slandered against. But don't we see that in America? If you look around you, if you look around you and you look at the news and CNN and MSNBC, ABC News, although ABC News isn't that bad, you look at political news, they will be glorifying Biden and just all out against it, against Trump. They're very, very, very biased. Most of the world is more vulnerable to feelings. I said this a long time ago. Um, uh, Women, they tend to look more towards the feelings than towards facts. Same with the entire black race. You can call me racist, I really don't care. It's the truth though, so yeah. Hispanics and Latinos, they tend to look towards more factual evidence. Although they have an enormous amount of pride in their own race, so <laughs> that kind of explains why um, the uh, they're more liberal than conservative as of at the moment. If you think, let's just think about race. I know liberals love it when you think about race. They love it when you're racist. But let's think about race for a second in a non-racist way. Europe is mostly white. Asia is mostly Asian and we have America that's pretty mixed but mostly white again and then there's Mexico that's all well Mexican I don't know what you call them not black brown I guess and then Africa they're all black so this is a uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is the majority of the world is actually considered a minority group think about this there are only two parts of the world where white people, or the supposed majority, live. And that's Europe and North America. Europe and North America. Those two continents combined make up maybe 2 billion people in the world. Everyone else, they're all minority groups, supposedly. Asian, Mexican, Black... So what I'm getting at here is those people out there that liberals constantly call minorities, they constantly call, I don't know, victims, and they call us the majority and us the oppressor, those people are not being oppressed. Those people are not the minority. If you want to go into details, technically whites are a minority, not those other supposed minorities. The only reason why... We have liberals going out there calling Mexicans, Blacks, Asians, minorities, are because they want to inflict the victim mentality. That is the entire goal of liberalism. They don't care about you. They don't care about the nation. They care about themselves. They, they care about making an enormous amount of money and having control over your life because it feels good to have power. That's all they care about. And the only way to do that is to inflict something called victim mentality. If you make someone feel like they are a victim, and they feel like they are oppressed by someone, and you tell them that you can fix it, they will believe you. <laughs> it's this—it's sort of a um, reverse psychology here. When, uh, let me just give a daily life example. 
I don't believe that gemstones make you feel better or anything like that. I'm not a weird person. <laughs> I'm sorry. For those of you who do think gemstones make you feel better, they don't, okay? They really don't. But if you convince yourself that you, that you have a problem and you convince yourself that this one thing will fix that problem, it will fix that non-existent problem. Let me put this into perspective. If you convince yourself that you are depressed when you are alone, and then you convince yourself that you need a gemstone to keep you happy when you are depressed and alone, then it will keep you happy when you are depressed and alone. It's basically playing tricks on your mind. That is what liberalism is doing. They are convincing you that you have a problem that you don't actually have. And they are convincing you that if they are in office, they can fix this non-existent problem. That is what they're doing. And there's people all over the world falling for it. Because it's such a simple and easy strategy. It's so easy to convince someone that they are weak and that they need help. And that they deserve a whole lot more than what they currently have. It's really easy to convince someone of that. On the other hand, it is extremely hard to convince someone that their life is perfectly fine, that they are not a victim, that they are not a minority, and that everyone else out there in the world has the exact same problems, no matter the race, no matter the gender. The only reason why liberalism is so popular, not only in America, in the entire world as a whole, is because of this victim mentality. If we stop acting like victims, if we stop acting like everything is out to get us, maybe we'll open our eyes and we'll see something. Maybe we'll stop being like Helen Keller and we can hear the rest of the world crying. And we can see the rest of the world needing help out there. Liberalism is only popular because you want it to be popular. Liberalism only exists because those who support it want it to exist. It doesn't fix anything. Biden is going to take an enormous amount of credit in the stock market because the stock market is doing really well right now. But he's not going to take any of the credit in how many people are leaving their jobs. Instead, he's going to blame it on the minimum wage. Liberals are incompetent. They don't know anything. You can put them in charge of a single employee restaurant authentic mexican restaurant you can put them in charge of that single authentic mexican restaurant and they will fail they're horrible at leading because they like to inflict the victim mentality as americans we need to set examples for those who have fallen under the liberalism beliefs sorry i'm losing i'm losing my tongue here People out there in America and the rest of the world are ignoring major life-changing opportunities simply because they're told that they can't do it. They are told that they can't do anything good or productive. And if you're like, well, yeah, dude, Reagan, I know all of this stuff already. Let me, let me say it one more time, okay? These black, white... Asian, Mexican people are convinced by old, rich, white men that they can't do anything themselves. Does that sound any worse to you? That's like 
you know, um, Biden saying that transgender men or transgender women can participate in women's sports now? That's like saying, that's basically what he's saying is, hey, guess what? These transgender women get a medal, or these men, I should say, get a medal for beating up some women. That's basically that. Just in the change the circumstances all around a little bit. It's literally what it is. Liberals hate, they supposedly hate themselves. The people in charge of the liberal party are rich white men. You see, what's his name? Oh yeah, Bernie Sanders. He's more of a communist though, but I'm still considering him a liberal. You see Joe Biden. You see Nancy Pelosi. She's not a man, but she counts. She's old and she's white. Might as well count her in there. She's been in office for ages, too. And whenever whenever a conservatism starts to make a move, starts to show the world who really is, what the real, or sorry, what's really happening around the world, starts to show the world that liberalism actually doesn't work, they came out with this new thing, a new strategy. Last time, it was spread the love. Gay people everywhere, you know? Honestly, this gender dysphoria and gay people are getting on my nerves. This time, it's, guess what? There isn't one truth. There's your truth, and there's your truth. This is like 7.8 billion truths, you know? There isn't. There's your experiences. I agree with that. You could have way different experiences than someone else. That is very, very true. But... You having the one and only truth? No. There are 7.6 some billion people in the world. Let's, for those of you, uh, for those of you who want to believe that God doesn't exist, which he does, but for those of you who want to be ignorant and pretend he doesn't, let me put it this way. Let's say God doesn't exist. What is the probability out of 7.6 some billion people in the world that you know the 100% absolute truth? What is the probability of that? Almost zero. Pretty much, it's basically zero. Might as well consider it as zero. God, who does exist, is the one and only truth. For those of you who aren't Christian, I suggest you uh, at least read up on the Bible to figure out what I'm talking about. I'm a Christian. I believe God sent Christ to the earth to save us from our sins. And that is the truth. And if you want to base your politics off of there, you go to the Bible, you read it, and that Bible will give you the one and only truth over politics and what you need to believe. Thank you guys for listening. Just to let you know, I am going to not do a live stream until I can figure out how to use my microphone. Because I've been I've had to use my stock phone microphone for a really long time. And it's just really, really bad quality. It cuts out constantly. So I'll start doing live streams again as soon as I figure out how to use my microphone. If you guys have any questions or you like this episode or you have any advice for me, basically anything <laughs> if you guys want to send me anything or anything like that then my email is weeklypolitics at 
OnMail. Sorry, not OnMail anymore. It's no longer at OnMail. It's weeklypolitics at mail.com. So you guys have any questions, suggestions to, of what to talk about, just email me there. I'll try to get back to you guys as soon as I can. I'm kind of busy, which is why most of my episodes have been late recently. But sorry about that, guys. See y'all later. God bless you.